Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast, a community where we aim to be strong mothers raising empowered daughters. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's show is about protecting your teenager's privacy. While this has always been an important topic, it's increasingly important in this age of social media. In today's culture, people value vulnerability and transparency. And while that's fine when we're sharing our stories, we have to be careful not to share too much about our teenagers, especially if they're private people. Earning the trust of a teenager is a sacred thing. And if we want to keep their trust and continue being a person they feel comfortable opening up to, we have to be mindful of what is our story to tell and what is their story to tell. Whether you're listening to this episode alone, with friends, or with your favorite girl, I hope it encourages you and offers some insight on how to earn your teenager's trust. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. I have a dear friend who's very outgoing and talkative, and for the sake of this program, I'll call her Janie. When Janie was in high school, she told her mother everything. She'd come home from school and just spill her guts, opening up and sharing her heart like every mother hopes her daughter will do. This dynamic changed, however, when Janie was in 11th grade and overheard her mom talking on the phone one day to a friend. Her mom was telling this friend how she was afraid that Janie might follow her boyfriend to college, and she really hoped that she wouldn't because it's not like they were going to get married. In that moment, Janie said she felt violated. Hearing her mom discuss the private life details that she'd revealed to her in confidence totally blindsided her. Janie now says how that day was a game changer in their relationship. Although Janie remained close to her mother and still loved her, she never opened up to the same degree again. I believe this story is a great illustration of why it's increasingly important to protect our kids' privacy as they grow up. For one, it's the right thing to do, and two, if they find out we've shared too much about them, especially in the teenage years, they'll shut down on us. They'll find someone else to be their safe place, their advisor, or their sounding board. As a blogger, I realized years ago that some stories are mine to share, and some stories are not. My daughters have walked through trials and struggles that I know would make great articles, help a lot of parents, and possibly go viral, but I decided early on that my main focus would be on what I'm learning and working on as a mother. Even when my girls were small and had no clue about what I was writing, I tried to be mindful of not sharing anything that might embarrass them one day or lead to resentment. I'd never want them to Google their name and see a story pop up that they'd not given me permission to share. To me, nothing is worth losing the trust of my family or jeopardizing my relationship with a child. Sometimes it's the small things that maintain trust, like when my daughter got braces recently and asked me not to post a picture because a lot of her friends follow me and she didn't want it to be a topic of conversation the next day at school. Sometimes keeping their trust means turning down opportunities that I think would be good for them, yet they don't want to do. Just last year, I had a daughter turn down several invitations to write for a Christian website and be a guest on podcast, and I had to respect those wishes because it was her decision to make. As moms, we can share a lot about our children when they're young, but as they become teenagers, crossing that line can have consequences that hurt our relationship. It also opens the door for payback because one day our kids will be the adults sharing stories about their lives. They'll have a voice, an audience, and the ability to talk publicly about us through social media, books, and future technology. I sometimes think about this as parents vent about their children online or broadcast stories that aren't really theirs to tell. If we want our kids to respect us, we've got to respect them too. The dilemma, however, for parents of teenagers is that we desperately need advice and guidance. There's a lot at stake as our children start to make choices with long-term consequences and enter into environments that want to undermine the values we teach at home. Sadly, today's teenagers are being shaped by a dark, intense, and toxic culture, 
And we're seeing the effect of this culture in the epidemic levels of anxiety, depression, and suicide. As parents, we desperately need help and community, yet we often feel alone because we can't open up to just anyone. This stage of parenting is different than the stage of raising little kids, because back then, we could go to a playgroup or the gym or even the park and easily find advice on potty training, sleeping, and toddlers jumping out of their cribs. But with teenagers, the questions and issues magnify, and the diversity in parenting styles widens. We can't randomly ask for advice because we need parents we trust who also share our values because it's out of those values that decisions and goals emerge. Years ago, a writer named Rachel Ann Ridge wrote a terrific article titled, Dear Lonely Mom of Older Kids. In this piece, she taps into the universal dilemma that parents face when raising adolescents. Here's an excerpt that gets to the heart of this season. I've noticed a conspicuous absence of mom bloggers with older kids a lot less sharing and swapping of kids' stories, almost no teenage birthday party ideas on Pinterest, mom conferences that seem to focus on young families. The online world just sort of goes quiet for the moms of preteens, teenagers, and young adults, except for the scary stories of kids and families gone wrong. It's not real comforting. So much of it you just can't talk about because you suddenly realize that these kids are people, people with feelings and emotions, And you can't go around blogging about their mean math teacher or their failed attempt at choir auditions. These are things that are too precious, too priceless, too soul-bearing, too hard to share. They need you to be their safe place. They need you to keep their secrets. They need you to pick up pimple concealer at CVS and not breathe a word to anyone. They are so easily embarrassed, and you must do your part to help them get through it. Rachel Ann assures moms that they aren't alone, and she tells them that their years with older kids can be their best years, even if they have less photos to post on Facebook and no longer hear gushing comments over their adorableness. I agree, and I can personally add to this that despite the challenges of adolescence, I love my girls as teenagers more than I ever have before. I can also say that I've made mistakes in protecting my teenagers' privacy, even with good intentions. My daughter, for instance, once made a good decision in a tricky situation, and when I asked her what prompted her to make that decision, hoping it may have been advice that I had given her, she told me it was something her cousin once told her. I thanked this cousin for having that conversation, and I forgot about it until my daughter texted me three days later asking if I told anyone about her tricky situation. Apparently, this cousin, with good intentions, texted her some extra encouragement, and my daughter felt betrayed that I didn't keep that conversation between us. I had to apologize and regain her trust. Parenting teenagers is hard, and it takes prayer and intentional thinking to toe that line between protecting their privacy and getting the support we need as parents. This job is too big to handle alone, and while we all need God, we also need a village. Unlike the huge villages that encircled us as young moms, however, our village tends to shrink once we have teenagers. As a mom ahead of me once explained, you create your team, going smaller instead of bigger and learning to confide in fewer people and choose advisors you can trust. It's okay to have a small circle of consultants, and the key is to choose friends who you admire and respect and include some trained professionals, a pastor, a spiritual advisor, a therapist, or someone else who has a solid faith foundation. As moms, we want our teenagers to open up to us, especially in times like this, where we have a generation of adolescents wrestling with big league problems and not always having the friendships and support systems in place to help cushion that pain. More than ever, today's teenagers need love and open dialogue with their parents. And one reason why I'm so excited to release my new book next August for Moms of Teen Girls is that it offers a launching pad for conversations. 
It will allow you to protect your teenager's privacy while getting the emotional support that you need. The upcoming book is titled Love Her Well, and you can pre-order it now on Amazon and save your receipt to get the pre-order incentives soon coming. I recommend making plans now to study this book with a group at church or a small group of women who you trust and respect. They don't have to be your best friends. In fact, small groups often work better when you're not best friends. And no matter how old or young your child is, and whether you're raising a daughter or a son, the message in my book about connecting with a teenager applies across the board. Protecting your teenager's privacy builds trust and encourages dialogue. It does not, however, guarantee results or ensure that your teenager will spill their guts because that all depends on personality and family dynamics. While some teenagers are extroverts like my friend Janie and tell their moms everything because they can't keep it in, other teenagers are introverted and tell their moms very little because they can't get it out. More important than your teenager telling you everything is your teenager knowing they can tell you anything, feeling so secure in your love and support that they know they can come to you with problems, secrets, or struggles. As parents, we are responsible for proving to our teenagers that their problems, fears, and deepest thoughts are safe with us. Anytime they open up to us is a privilege, and the opportunity may not come again if we don't treat it like one. Our stories are ours to tell, and their stories are theirs to tell, And one day, when our teenagers are ready, they can share all they want. They can share testimonies and even create ministries based on what they're going through now. Until then, we can listen, empathize, and help them process what they think and feel. We can give them the comfort of knowing we won't betray their confidence and that we're here to journey beside them through the highs and lows they face, taking in all the details of their life story, yet being extra mindful in what details we choose to share. Friends, thank you for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends, leave a ratings or review, and subscribe on iTunes so you can access new episodes as soon as they drop. Also, remember that my new book for Moms of Teen Girls releases August 18th, and by pre-ordering now, you can receive some fantastic pre-order bonuses. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you, and I'm praying for you and those special girls in your life.